Starter one, two, three. Okay, bro. How are you doing, bro? Uh, I'm I'm all right. You know, I went to the gym. I got a cold shower. Yeah. I had something to eat, but I forgot to like release myself before I left the home. You know. <laughs> so, but how how are you doing? Just release all the shit here, okay? Just release every shit here on this podcast today. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been good. Could be better, okay. but I'm good. Okay. okay. So, let, let's make it official. Okay. Good, better, plateau. As always, this is the Better Than Plateau podcast. My name is Michael. My name is Manu. And, yeah, bro, why are we better than plateau? Well, to find out if we're even slight mm-hmm. better than plateau we have to discuss a very important topic today yeah and let me ease you into the topic right you were setting up the studio today yeah and i wanted to go to the toilet yeah. i didn't find it yeah. because we're in a new environment so and are people working here yeah i, I could have asked them right yeah. but i didn't why didn't you because my life and your life, everyone's life is based on emotions. We're, yeah, we are controlled by emotions. Mm-hmm. We, we are not able to control them. So emotion controls humans. Indirectly, yes. And uh, the reason I didn't ask someone because I was fear to get rejected. So you're just afraid of being rejected? Yes, or because we are in a location, we are not familiar with the people so i don't know how they're gonna react react so i decided to like well i just hold it on for an hour and release myself in nature the worst the worst answer you could have gotten or you can get if you ask will be no yeah but i didn't want to embarrass myself you know but why are you so afraid why do we have this constant fear of just trying something out because we want to play it safe we always try to play it safe so we 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 avoid the rejection we avoid facing our fears (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that's true but don't you think the fear is also there to make us feel comfortable in a way comfortable okay um let me ask you something are you feared of anything yeah i'm afraid of a lot of things just tell me one thing um, i'm afraid that one day i won't be able to live so you're afraid of the afterlife yeah. okay that's not something we can like approach right now yeah. it's something way in the future <laughs> I hope so. It's way in the future for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like something on earth you are afraid of uh, that makes you uncomfortable. I'm afraid of making new friends. You're afraid of making new friends. Yeah. So, and you said fears make you comfortable. So that's kind of paradox. If you are afraid to make new friends and approaching them makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you rather not approach them because that's, you're that, that, that afraid of getting rejected well rejection can be the worst thing ever right it can be the worst thing why because 
getting rejected by anyone, family members, friends, scholarships, whatever, makes you feel worthless. True. But nevertheless, we shouldn't be scared of anything. Because if we're afraid, of, we won't live life to the full extent. Mm -hmm. Like everything we do, our life is based on emotion, I said. Yeah. And the strongest emotion we have isn't love, isn't happiness, what? it's fear. Like, you, you are creating a lot of tension for me right now. Hi, 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 bro. Like, I believe that the strongest emotion on our planet is love. It isn't. Why not? So, love, let me put it in a girl and a boy's uh, picture, yeah. painting that picture now. The only reason someone will get in a relationship is because he's scared or she's scared to be alone. Because in a certain point in life, we will realize, oh, fuck, all the peer groups are like that. They're coupling up. Yeah. Uh, they're getting babies, they're getting married. Yeah. I'm now 40, 50, 60. I'm still alone, so I'm so afraid I go to the next best thing around me yeah. and just give her a baby. <laughs> be in love with, be in love with her, and being in love isn't even real, but that's a topic for a different day. But okay. today we're talking about fear, so you are more scared of being alone that you're actually loving your partner. But being alone shouldn't be something bad. It, it isn't. I, if, if I'm allowed to describe myself, yeah. I'll describe myself as a lonely wolf. I love being the lonely wolf. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be together with someone because I'm afraid of being alone. But I'm afraid of different other stuff. Like, death is my biggest fear. Yeah. But I'm not going to approach it. But death is my biggest fear. So I avoid it by falling in love Mm -hmm. I'm falling in love of the lies of life. I rather fall in love with the beautiful lie the life is giving to me than looking the death into his eyes and say, "Yes, someday I'm accept someday I'm going to die, but I'm not accepting it yet. But I have to to be fully alive." Because because what I'm trying to say because life isn't real. Being alive isn't real. We are, we are all constantly feeding ourselves with lies. Feeding our peer groups with lies, our family members with lies, because we are afraid to die. So we distract ourselves, we create jobs. Yeah. Nine to five jobs to give you like a bigger meaning. Okay, I'm not here on earth to just wait until I die. So I'm going to a job. Yeah, yeah. I go to school, I find a hobby so I can distract myself from the thought that I might die one day. So everything we're doing right now is, beers, is based on the fear to die, so we distract ourselves. And, and, and don't you think like having fear also creates the chance of seeking out protection, seeking out... In which way? Like, In which way? Right now, you would say 
we are afraid of death. See. We are afraid that someone might come and kill us. We are afraid that we might die of natural causes. We are afraid of any terrible thing happening to us, taking our lives. So we seek out for protection by hiring securities, um, seeking out for seeking out protection from a spiritual or a religious realm. And isn't that good then? But it's still a lie. <laughs> like your you hiring a bodyguard or a security system in your home wouldn't protect you from dying. It might protect you from someone entering your house to kill you, but you're still going to die in maybe 80 years' time. Mm -hmm. So, financial costs, you're still going to die. And we have to accept and realize the fact there's nothing that we do on this earth means anything. It's meaningless. Living is meaningless. If you do not accept <laughs> that you're going to die, and you do not accept the fact that you have to overcome your fears, the moment you overcome your fear, you feel alive. Like, as a kid, I, I was scared of roller coasters, yeah. so I'd never been on one. So when we go to, like, a team park with my family, I go to, like, the little rides, mm -hmm. I play games here and there. I never went on a roller coaster, so I said, I don't need it. Like, I'm fine downstairs. So I never been one. So one day in school, we went on a team park, and I, I entered a, uh, I entered a roller coaster because all the peer groups are getting in, and I was afraid to be rejected. I didn't want to be the only one outside. Before you finish, so you were saying that there are. Categories, there are ranks of fear. Yeah, of like course, one yeah. Fear can overcome the other. Yeah. And you do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me just finish my story quick. I entered a roller coaster. Amazing feeling. Never feel alive. <laughs> Never feel so alive at that moment. Mm -hmm. I'm not a roller school junkie. I'm not going to theme parks and wasting my money on it, but I feel alive. Yeah. And so if you're afraid to ask a girl out, for rejection. Go and ask her the worst thing she can say is. And if she say yes, you will fucking be alive. And not be constantly be fears of being afraid of this, being afraid of that, and you'll be overthinking, overthinking and thinking and thinking, and now you waste your life just thinking and not actually doing stuff. You're not in action. Yeah, just do it. Nike said it. Yeah. And they're not the number one brand in the world because they just did it. So don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to die. Embrace it that you're going to die one day and you'll live happier than ever. How can we embrace our fear in it? Right, let me start way out. We develop fear as a kid. Yeah, how do we develop fear? Like, let's, let's start from there, yeah? Um, as a kid, we are fearless. We do whatever we want to do. Then we come to school, primary school, kindergarten. Let me go from primary school because kindergarten is still like playing and not really doing stuff. So primary school, the first thing your parents told you after all the like parties of you getting to year one is if you mess up school, you don't have good grades, you are going to be a failure in life, have a bad job, and you won't be able to provide for your family. Yeah. So, 
That's a fear. Going to school now, you're scared. You're scared to fail. So you learn and learn and learn and try to to sky uh, score as high as possible in an exam. Yeah. But you don't truly want to do it. But you're doing it of fear of not ending up on the street, being homeless. That's mm -hmm. where we develop fear for the first time. Yeah. But to over really overcome that fear of failing an exam is to fail. If you fail, you realize your life isn't over. So failing isn't negative. Yeah. Failing is a learning curve. Yeah, that, that's what we, we've established. Our... We have established also. Yeah. The next time someone tells you, oh, uh, if you don't follow life according to my blueprint, you're going to fail in life, do the exactly opposite and see if you actually fail in life. Because there is no failing in life. Mm -hmm. They just fall, you gather yourself, you try again, you try out again, try again, try again, and at least you're going to succeed, no matter what. So stop being afraid of, of failing. Stop being afraid of not living. Like, we want to live, but we're not really living. We're just an organism that is in a society and just function how the society wants us to function without really thinking, am I pleasing myself? Do I love myself? No, it's always, I please my parents because I'm afraid I don't, they're not going to love me anymore. I try to score as high as possible in the exam because I know if I have a, G, uh, if I have a GPA of 4.0, uh, I'm getting the highest scholarship. So if I get the highest scholarship, I will have a good job. If I have a good job, I will provide for me family. Let, 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 let me branch a little out from the idea of being afraid and we being, we constantly being pressured with fear and fear and fear. Don't you think it's just a way to keep us safe? I said it earlier on. And being safe is in a way kind of liberating. Who is keeping you safe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we live in Germany, right? Yeah. And the government is the one who should keep us safe. Yeah. And we are the one paying them to keep us safe, yes. right? But the government understands very well how to trick your emotions, how to trigger your emotions. They're the ones who you should be afraid of. Or not, and you shouldn't be afraid of you being yourself. The government tells you what to do. And if you don't believe me, like, listen to the news. The news are constantly making you scared of life. Yeah. Like, if it's 8 o'clock, put on the first uh, channel, listen to the news 8 o'clock in the evening, yeah. they'll be talking about 15 minutes and 80% of it is fear. It's something that's going to scare you out. War in Libya, yeah. war in Syria. Uh, then I go now. Nowadays is COVID. Yeah. Then afterwards is uh, a celebrity that died. So you get by people dying like COVID. People are dying of it. You constantly get reminded. Oh fuck! 
I might be the next one tomorrow. What in serious? Oh fuck, I might be the next one next tomorrow. A celebrity then, oh, even celebrity cannot overcome death. I might be the next one. So mm. you, you are triggered and you constantly being fed up with all these negative thoughts. And it's never on the news, oh, um, what's something positive on the news? I've never actually seen something positive on the news. <laughs> if, if it's positive, it's never news, so it can never be news. <laughs> so like, what might be positive is like a sport event, yeah. but that's just a way of them controlling us. Yeah. She's like, sports, for 90 minutes, I'm willing to accept whatever is going on in the world because I'm concentrated in that football match. Mm -hmm. So that's not really that positive. It's just, it's just there. So there's nothing positive actually on the news. The next big question will be, then are we free? We are not free if we are not able to control our emotions. But most of the time we hear of freedom of speech, freedom of this, freedom of that. We are all free. We are capable of making our own decision and this and this and that. But if we are not free, then what are we then? We are whatever the person in control wants us to be. Who is in control? I don't know who is in control. Um, God? Like, on earth, there's something in control. Not God. Like, like, God, of course, God is in control. The universe, whatever. But on earth, something else is controlling us. And that control is based on fears. Like, go back to... go And that person that is controlled, he understood that money, or the lack of money, is the biggest fear a human can have. You get it? Yeah, like, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Or you ask me that. Give me... No, no, no. You give me a good reason why should I... Shouldn't I quit my job? If you quit your job right now, you don't get any money to sustain your life. Why do I need money? As usual, um, for an apartment, for food, for clothing, for all these so daily if, necessities. So if I don't pay my rent, what happens? You'll be kicked out from your room. Okay, if I can't afford new clothes, what happens? You'll be naked, bro. <laughs> so when I'm naked on the street, what happens then? Yeah, you'll be arrested, bro. Okay, let me say I have like something to cover my genitals. Uh, but the rest is naked. What happened then? Um, in the winter, you might freeze to death. So, die. So, the root of everything we're afraid of is death. We're not, uh, we're not really afraid of not having enough money. So, he, the person in control or the organization in control creates this money system to keep our fears alive. As I said in school, your parents, the first thing your parents tells you not make me proud. Don't n- not be yourself or follow a career you want to follow. It's, if you mess up in school, you won't have enough money to provide for your family. Um, and pro- by pro- prov- providing for your family, you need a job. You need money. You need good education. And the education system is provided by who, who controls the money or the organization that controls the money. And the organization that controls the money can controls the government. Let, let, let me bring it to... And, and wait, wait, wait. It's kind of being conspiracy theory right now. Yeah. Um, but there's... Do you know the saying of a smoking gun? Yeah. So that 
there's enough evidence, smoking guns here and there, that point fingers at the government being in control and not letting us really be free based on our fears. Can, can, can we, one, one quick question, can we turn this whole fear, the, the idea, the emotion of being afraid of something, of dying, of all these negative things, mm. can we turn it up? As I said, fear is the strongest emotion. So I think if we're able to turn it around and use that fear for ourselves, it might be something good. It can be powerful. We've already established it. There's nothing good and bad. Yeah. If you're afraid, it doesn't mean someone is not using it for a very positive. Yeah, so yeah. our fears is getting used by the government. Yeah. Or, or not even the governments. Bring it back to the sixties. We had economic class uh, two years ago together, yeah, yeah. and we <laughs> and we watched uh, ad from the sixties, right? Yeah. And it was when they were selling mouthwash. You know what mouthwash is? Um, when you brush your teeth up, spit it out, say yeah. mouthwash, yeah. right? So before then, no one actually uses used mouthwash. Yeah. No one knew about it, and that the the way. The ad shows mouthwash, mouthwash, mouthwash. <laughs> Why am I struggling to pronounce the word properly? So, so the way that ad was played is like, they said, oh, brushing your teeth only cleans 90% of the bacteria in your mouth. Yes. So there's still like 10% that's giving you a bad breath. Mm. And they portray that bad breath as a, how you call it, the portrays as, as a sickness, like an illness. Mm -hmm. And and the outcome of you not using mouthwash, you will lose your peer group. They'll say, oh, your mouth smells. Yeah. Oh, you, that cute girl over there you're crushing on, she won't talk to you because your mouth smells, yeah. right? So people was afraid to get getting rejected by the peer group, by a girl or a boy. You're so scared of being rejected by people based on your bad yeah. breath. Yeah. So you went out to the supermarket and bought you mouthwash. Yeah. Let me tell you, that mouthwash doesn't even work. People were brushing their teeth and it was perfectly fine. I, I don't use mouthwash that often. I have it at home, but I will use it like for a week, then forget about it, it gets sour, I throw it away. Because yeah. I brush three times a day and that's perfectly fine. No one has ever told me my mouth smells. Yeah. But that was playing with them, people's fear. So um, people so went out to buy it. Just feeding on someone's psycho and the, like I mean, psychologically just tempering with someone's fear yeah. makes them do something for you. Yeah. So it, actually it's nothing bad. But, but for the one who is gaining, it's nothing bad. But the, the other one who it's constantly in fear. It's it's terrible situation yeah. for them. Sometimes you don't really know that you are in fear. You only accept it to be normal. Exactly, because we have accepted the fact working for money is normal. Yeah, so exactly. no one question it anymore. Exactly. And that's and and we're all asleep. People will believe that 
that's sleeping, they're not really woke, they're not awake, they're, they're just constantly being fed that fear to survive, that fear of making money, I have a warm house, I'm not going to freeze to death. Yeah. And they're not realizing that every decision we make in life is based on that fear. So then, so they never, they never been alive. That, that's sleeping. But every living thing on our planet makes decision of like existing. Because if they don't make such decisions, they'll be like they'll go out of existence. I'm not saying not making an existence. I'm uh, not making a decision equals a life. No, no, I'm no, no, saying. No. Yeah, yeah making the right decision not based on fear makes you alive i don't think no one on our planet has ever made a decision not based on fear kids do huh. every single day a three-year-old a two or three years old girl boy toddler just walking around he doesn't care what people think about him he doesn't care about the rules is breaking because he doesn't know about them. Exactly. You don't know, if you don't know the rules, you don't yeah, have fear. So our parents are the ones who are domesticating us with this fear. And they were being fed by someone else. They will be fed by them, their own parents, so, by the society hold and on. the government. Hold on. Generally, are you saying that rules are bad? If... Yes, see, rules are bad if they're taking away yourself. No, 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 let me rephrase that because how I'm trying to phrase it sounds mad. <laughs> rules are bad because they're taking away your true self. Does that make sense? Did I even phrase it correctly? Uh, in a way, I understand what you mean. Like, it's taking away your freedom of being yourself. Yes. So, like, you don't want terrorists to attack your country. Yeah. So, you put in every corner, you put in uh, civilian cameras, CCTVs, every corner. Okay, now you can track criminals on the streets. But the normal people who are not criminals, that's a huge uh, that's a huge cut into their privacy. Yeah. They want to walk around the street without being uh spy on. So now they know a camera is front that they can't do stuff they would have done if there's no camera there. So being safe, if you want to be safe in any way, you have to give up your freedom. Holy shit. And if you want to be completely f free, you have to give up com your, your safety. And if you want to be safe and free, you don't have to obey the laws. Well, <laughs> come again. If you want to be safe... That camera went off. Check it. Hold on to your top. Has 
Okay, hold on to like two hundred and fifty. What I said is to be completely free yeah. and safe. Yeah. You have to ignore all the laws. Just based on what you said. Maybe. And like I said, like freedom and safety kind of go hand in hand, right? So if you want to be free, you have to give up your freedom. No, no, you have to be free. You have to give up your safety. So you're not safe anymore. Everyone can attack you at any time. And if you want to be free, no, if you want to be safe, you have to give up your freedom. So people can like control you over and over, and your body gets around you. And being safe is literally obeying the law. Yes. Getting protection from the police. If Paying your see, taxes. Then, yeah, yes. then you're safe. Yes, safe. Yes, yes, yes. So to be safe and free, you have to... Can you be safe and free? No, you can't be safe and free. You can't. You can't have both. Mm. Then why not? Why can't I be safe and also free? Because the moment you completely give up, safety to be actually free yeah. you have to fight consequences like people yeah. can attack you at yes. any moment you are an animal no yeah. one really cares about you society don't care about you anymore so if you get sick there are no western medicine who are going to save you the lion is free and safe he's not safe isn't it he isn't we are we are alive right now we make it unsafe <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Today's not, it's not possible. Okay, uh. and that, and that's the scary part that we have been fed up with this idea of if you want to have safety, give up your freedom. And that's scary. So, I'm, I'm going to a different direction than mm-hmm. what we talked about last week that it was constantly the devil and religion and all those things. So, is the religion really giving us freedom? No, it's not. Or is it giving us safety? It's giving us safety, hope, faith. And is it good to have that kind of safety if we seek out the freedom that you've been talking about, not being afraid of anything? Overcoming your freedom, overcoming your fear is basically being free yeah being alive being alive so if you are only going there because for the safety because you are afraid of something and you're not free how can we get the freedom religion doesn't give you freedom religion is a law book like he said it bro like in the, being muslim you, you have to uh, you have to pray five times a day. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't think God wants you to do that if you don't really want to do it. Okay. Because people be so scared and afraid of, oh, I'm not getting into heaven because I forgot to pray the fifth time today. And you're constantly thinking, oh, I have to kind of schedule my day and bring in that five times a day prayer into my day. Yeah. And I can't be scared. I'm not living. I'm not free. Or Sunday, I have to make up time on Sunday to go to church. Or Saturday to go yeah. to church. 
or Friday to go to the synagogue. You're not free. Free is you do whatever you want to. But to get into heaven, you have to do sacrifice. You have to take sacrifices or give out sacrifices. You have to make. Sacrifices. You have to make sac sacrifices. So that's giving up your freedom. And and then there's the fear again. If you don't do that, you're going to hell. So you're afraid of hell. That's why you pray five times a day. Oh my gosh. So, and going to hell is like um, eternal death, right? Yes. So it all comes back to being afraid of death. Yeah. So is death than evil? No, death is the truth. It's the only truth. You can, you can be fucking Jeff Bezos having how many billions, trillions of dollars does he have in his bank account? He's gonna die. Yeah. Trump's gonna die. Yeah. That homeless guy on that street is gonna die. Yeah. So that's the only truth we know about. The rest is speculation. Mm -hmm. The rest is the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. So we make up stuff like prejudgment. Yeah. Assumptions. Yeah. You see someone on the street, he's black. Six foot five, got muzzles. You think, oh, he ran a durak. <laughs> Went black air forces. You think that guy's a criminal. So I'm not gonna approach him. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm scared. I'm gonna call the police because I assume he's he's a thug. I'm scared of him, but I never spoke to him. Mm -hmm. So also or, or prejudgment about other people or racism based yeah. on prejudgment. Yeah. You see, Asian dude. Hold on, hold on, that thought. Let me advertise the other podcast. Um, I had this same conversation with a friend on my other podcast. Please go and check it out. Very, very interesting topic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> now we're getting paid for that ad. We, we are going to get paid for that ad. I'm going to sponsor this podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, everything we do is fear based. Mm -hmm. So, we don't want to get involved with someone based off his look so we are scared of him we're scared of the unknown so we stay close-minded people who are close-minded are scared of the unknown are afraid of the unknown yeah. they don't want to approach it they don't want to invest the time in it and find out that they might be wrong yeah so they're afraid of being wrong so they stay close-minded so all in all, we are afraid of being wrong. We are afraid of not existing at some point in time. And even after that point in time, we are still afraid of going to hell. Going to hell. What about someone who doesn't believe in heaven and hell? Ooh. I've never really talked to someone who doesn't believe in God. Okay. Or okay. believe I'll, in the after I'll life. I'll be the devil's I don't believe in that. You do. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to just play the role. Of just kidding. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you can't just say you don't believe yeah. in something that you truly believe in. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I tr because I, I want to talk to someone who do not believe in this stuff. And I think that person is is willing to do crimes and mm -hmm. um, if i find someone who doesn't believe in the existence of god heaven and hell 
and he's a criminal, I would love to have a conversation with him. Because in my eyes, that person is truly free. If he constantly breaks society's laws, constantly uh, ignores the existence of God, heaven and hell, that person is truly free. But can you also be, now I'm trying to think, can you be a good person and ignore all that stuff I talked about? I don't yes. think so. Yes. Is that possible? Nina, don't forget our first conversation. I know good and bad doesn't exist. Yeah, so I get that point, but in, okay, the, okay, in uh, the eyes, no, 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 put this way. In, in the eyes of society and the eyes of God, yeah. or the rule book of God, mm-hmm. would that person still be counted as someone good? He ignores society laws, mm-hmm. ignores the existence of God, heaven, and hell. Is this, is this still a good person? That, that, that person still have to do something, you know? Like, if I kill mm. or if I steal to feed someone, mm. that one is good. Uh, maybe that person has to live in the woods. Somewhere in the woods, like farming on its own, just unbothered. Yeah, you, you can't be within the society and say, you might never do anything helpful for someone. It's never possible. There's always going to be something. You just smiling to someone on the street yeah, yeah, yeah. is something good because I got you don't you, know what the person is going through, you know? I get you, I get you. So, of course, someone can ignore all these laws and still be considered good. Yeah, but on judgment day, you know, all, everything you did, everything mm-hmm. you say, you're going to sign up to it like Loki did. <laughs> and that's going to wait up. So you smiling to that nice lady on the bus, yeah. that might make her day. Yeah. But you made 99 crimes on that same day. So that is 99 against one. Um, we, we don't really know what is how God is going to. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how judgment day works. I have never been dead. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think the ends justifies the means. In a way, uh, that that's always it. Like the ends justify the means. Sometimes we as human beings we don't really care about how the situation go through. Let's say the Germans are in collaboration with the Americans and they are fighting against terrorists in Syria. Oh, let me cut that quick because you talk about terrorists. Yeah. The real terrorists on our planet Earth and the Muslims in Syria. They're not even Muslims. Not the people in Syria, not the people in Libya. This is your government in the Western world. They're the real terrorists. <laughs> like, yeah. They're the one feeding. Yeah, as with all these like news that someone is being evil or something like that. But for example, say, um, they are going to kill a lot of people in these acts. Mm-hmm. But just to create a world peace, in the end, we accept this world peace and forget all those other actions that led to this world peace. Can you really fight for world pe- uh, for peace? Fighting for peace is not peace. Exactly. Right. The action of fighting is... The best way to fight for peace is if someone slaps you on the left cheek, what do you do? You turn the right, as Jesus said. Exactly. I'm I'm not a fan of the picture of Jesus, <laughs> but I don't mind the lectures 
he's given to humans. Um, we're going to talk about that. That's a very important topic. Jesus yeah. is black, right? Oh, Jesus think. is black, my yeah. nigga. So we're going to talk about that later on. So yeah, stay tuned. But let's go back to like the fear yeah. and stuff. All right. Let me go back to like Corona. Yeah. How many people do you know that actually died of Corona? Um, yeah. Um, Unofficially, like officially, I don't really know anyone, mm -hmm. but unofficially, I heard news that this one died of Corona, so maybe three or four people. Okay, three or four people. Yeah. How many people, how many friends do you roughly have, or people you know, roughly? Uh, on my contact right now, I have a list of 350, but I have contact with, I think, only. Okay, they know 350 people, yeah. and three out of them, God forbid that actually three out of them died. But let me say, for sake of my point right now, three out of 350 people died yeah. out of corona yeah. or were affected or had it or someone. Yeah. That's how many percent, roughly less than one percent of your friends. Yeah. But the newspaper and the news outlets always shows you like. This number of people that, oh, 1% of society got di died out of, because of Corona. 1% mm -hmm. of society has Corona. 1%, 1%, 1%. And look, 1% is like kind of a small number. Then put it to like 20% mm -hmm. has Corona. I've been, but what about the 80% that doesn't have it? Mm -hmm. That focusing your mind uh -huh. yes, on the negative. Yeah that 20% have it. They're never talking about the 80% that doesn't have it. I know that's trying to sp sp uh, spread awareness, spread, spread awareness yeah. but they're doing it on the wrong way. That, and even when the vaccine came out, yeah. we know the vaccine isn't 100% working, mm -hmm. but they're forcing us to take it. And that's it saying we have a free will. Let me tell you how they're forcing us. If you want to fly, <laughs> go on a vacation, yeah. you need the vaccine or you have to pay 60 to 80 euros for that uh, PCI test, yeah. right? So the fear of paying that money, because you can use the money somewhere else, yeah. or the fear of not going on a vacation, or the fear of not having a normal life, mm -hmm. people queue up and get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And we know the vaccine isn't, it's not even working. So maybe there's something behind the vaccine. I'm not saying there's any chip in there or <laughs> something with manipulating you. I'm not into that conspiracy theory. I'm, I've never really looked into it. Yeah. But there's a possibility, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's a possibility that there is something... Yeah, there might be something... There's the possibility that something fishy is going on is there. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have corona. I'm fully fit. Why do I need to pay 60 to 80 euros to leave the country on top of my uh, flight ticket, on top of my hotel that I'm booking? Uh, as you said, just for safety, Safety measures. Safety? Nah, it's not safety. It's just a way to make money. So, oh, another way of making money. <laughs> this is that thing is a scam. It, it, it is and it's not. 
um, because some of these tests really do um, prove that like some people are actually affected with the coronavirus and um, they can be like um, no, they won't be allowed to board a plane or just travel. Um, yeah, but that, that test they do is they can do it for free as well. The only reason they put it in that high price is okay. Let me say, as someone who loves to travel, mm-hmm. you travel at least five times a, mo- a year. Yeah. Sixty times uh, five. Uh, sixty times five. That Three hundred euros. Three hundred euros extra a year for flying. Yeah. And the vaccine is free yeah. when you're in. If if you got an insurance card. Yeah. So people will be thinking, okay. 300 a year, I can invest it somewhere else. I can buy me a new camera, a new phone. Yeah. They'll just queue up and buy the, take the vaccine. That's true. So something is fishy about it. That's true. So that's why I'm not going to take it. I, I don't care if but, I have to do tests and there, there's pay There's a time whereby you be forced to take it. There can't be, how can I be forced to do something when our laws in Germany say, I think it's the fifth or sixth one, no, the second one, freedom of your personality. Mm-hmm. It's our second law in Germany. Second. The first one is, uh, I, I don't know how to translate it. Just the German saying is, uh, devoted as mentions on a taskbar. Um, the role of people is more uh, my translation is also the, the translation, <laughs> I can't find a suitable <laughs> translation, yeah, but yeah, yeah. if you have a translation out there, let us know. Like, <laughs> both of them, meaning mm. you are a free person, you have a free will. Yeah. That, that means person. But how can they force me to do something when the first two laws in Germany give me a free will? Um, have you ever gotten a tetanus vaccination before? I've oh, got... Yeah a lot of vaccination yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. And if I had the choice, because I'm a kid, I do whatever my parents told me to do. Um, there, there is another vaccination, I've forgotten the name. If you are going to work in a school or mm-hmm. with children kids or something like that, you have to do it. Because you want to protect the kids so that you don't want them to die. So you bring us back to the fear <laughs> of death. Exactly. So, um, I, of course, I accept the fact that our world, everything that we're doing is basically formed upon fear. Mm. But mainly the best way to ignore all these issues, these problems is then let's get out of this society. Let's break it down. So two young black boys want to break down society. Well, the last person I know about to try to not even break down society is was Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and yeah. they died. Yeah, so let's be the next Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Of course, we have to accept the fact that death is going to happen anyway, so yeah. why not? Well, you can live it. First, <laughs> and I step into. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Like breaking us. How do you think you're gonna break out of society? What do you have in mind? Um, generally, the society is making it impossible to break it up, to break out of it. Of course, they are everywhere. Like, 
It's like you are in your own shell, like you are in your own box. Mm -hmm. And outside your box, there is also a very bigger box whereby everyone is also in its own individual box. And if you get out of even the bigger one, there's another bigger box. We, we, we cannot flee society. We cannot flee government. Exactly. We, we, we've made it part of our life, so it's very difficult to... The only way mm -hmm. to overcome society mm -hmm. is to die. It's to die. Let's end our podcast here, bro. Um, That's a sad ending. Of course, of but course. But the, the truth... There's no sugarcoating. We can't sugarcoat this one, yeah. Death is not sugarcoating. Death is, boom, it's happened. You don't even have the, the opportunity to realize that you're dead. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. And you're in the afterworld. Heaven, hell, maybe a different planet. Maybe you come back, your soul come back. Yeah. And you relive it endlessly. That's, that's a endless topic for again. another day, bro. That's a topic for another day. Okay. So, as always, I've been Michael and I love talking with my friend here. Hi, I'm Finn Manor, and this was a very interesting podcast episode today. We're going to continue with part two, where we're going to go in depth with the freedom and, and truth and who is in control. Yeah, so stay tuned and then we'll see you next time. So, uh, before we end, little spoiler alarm. The white man is in control. <laughs>